0: Welcome back choir. We have missed you. It's a full house today. Thank you. And thank you for praise team. Uh, as you read the scripture, uh, sometimes you, in, you encounter passages where uh, it is really uh, impossible to apply in our lives. And those passages, uh, it is um, Not because it is uh, difficult to understand nor because uh, it is hard to practice uh, but simply because it doesn't make sense. Uh, So you may wonder why do do I need to practice that? And today's passage is one of those. Do not judge. How can you live without any judgment? Is it even good to live without uh, judgment? And you may say that It's not good to live uh, without thinking, without clear judgment about uh, what you're doing. We always need to judge what is right and what is wrong. And I I agree with you 100%. And also, whether we like it or not, whether we try or not, we always uh, judge. We we may not express our judgment on the outside, but deep inside of us, we have our own uh, judgment. We make ethical judgment, political judgment, and financial judgment. Uh... Oh, sorry. Thank you very much. Today's scripture is taken from Matthew 7, 1 to 5. Do not judge so that you may not be judged. For with the judgment you make, you will be judged. And the measure you give will be the measure you get. Why do you see the speck in your neighbor's eye, but do not notice the log in your own eye? Or can you say to your neighbor, let me take the speck out of your eye while the log is in your own eye? You hypocrite. First, take the log out of your own eye, and then you will see clearly to take the speck out of your neighbor's eye. Do not give what is holy to dogs, and do not throw your pearls before swine, or they will trample them underfoot and turn and maul you. This is the passage I'm talking about. <laughs> I mean, is is it really? It's not because it is hard to understand. Sometimes it doesn't make sense. Why? We uh, live without any uh, judgment. So, I mean, we say living with critical thinking is very important. Uh, There's something that we like to encourage. People, you should live with critical thinking. You have to know what is going on in your life, and you have to know what is right and what is wrong. You cannot just blindly, uh, aimlessly, uh, you cannot live your life. You have to live with critical thinking. But criti- critical thinking without the clear ability to be able to judge is not possible. So, we wonder whether we can take this passage uh, literally. So, when we read the Bible, we cannot just take one sentence out of its own context. Uh, For example, we cannot single out one sentence such as, do not judge, ignoring its whole context. We have to consider the whole context, and today I'd like to uh, examine with you the whole context of today's scripture passage. First of all, let us uh, think about uh, judgment. Uh, I think there's a difference between judgment and judgmentalism. I don't think that judgmentalism is an English word, but let's just use it uh, for our own purpose. So I think there's a difference between uh, judgment and judgmentalism. Uh, Douglas Hare, uh, one of the uh, 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 scholars uh, who uh, writes on uh, commentary on uh, Mark, he I think he uh, defined judgmentalism uh, very uh, creatively and then very insightfully. So uh, let me introduce that. Judgmentalism is a social sin. It is the habit of constantly. Finding fault with what others say and do. It is a disease of the spirit. The critic arrogantly assumes a superiority that entitles him or her to assess the feeling of others. I think the, the important word is entitlement. Entitlement. The people who have a, uh, arrogance in their uh, hearts, they uh, think that they are entitled to find fault in others and to say faults in other people. This entitlement, the attitude of uh, entitlement. I mean, judgment is a a disease of the spirit. It is also social disease. Uh, It is something that we need to be healed from. It's not just because the great people uh, have this judgmental attitude. It is, it is some people who are suffering from something. They have this judgmental attitude towards others. So judgmentalism and judgment are two uh, different things. Judgmentalism is the attitude of constantly finding fault in other people. It is the attitude of, I'm better than you. It is the attitude of thinking, I'm better than you. They won't say it, but deep inside, I'm better than you, kind of attitude we are talking about. And I suspect that uh, that is the kind of attitude Paul had before he met Christ. I think he lived with this superiority complex, Paul, before he met Christ. That's why he uh, wanted to uh, kill all the Christians and then uh, thinking that you are wrong and I'm right. So I have to... Persecute you, I have to uh, imprison you, I have to kill you. And that, that's kind of attitude. I suspect that uh, he, uh, whether he suffered from this purity complex before he met Christ. But after he met Christ, he saw himself differently, more honestly, more in a real uh, way. He was able to say, I'm the least of all the apostles. Uh, That requires tremendous courage to be able to admit that I'm the least of all the disciples. Something came off from his eyes, and then he was able to see himself in a real way, in an honest way. To see yourself in an honest and real way, to me, that person is quite confident person. Uh, that tells me uh, tremendous confidence. When somebody uh, fabricates or somebody uh, kind of uh, colors themselves and all that, uh, I see that. And then I see their weakness. But somebody who's really weak and vulnerable, uh, who uh, shares about their own suffering and difficulties, and I see, you're real. You're real. And then I see strength in that person. You're quite confident about yourself to be able to say that. But uh, the people who are very, uh, uh, suffer from lack of confidence, they always have to brag about themselves. They always have to uh, uh, show that they are better than uh, other people's kind of attitude. I was reflecting on Jesus' last sentence First, take the log out of your own eye. And then you'll see clearly to take the speck out of your neighbor's eye. I was wondering what that log is. What is that log? You know, whenever I read this passage, I always thought uh, like this. Uh, you, you are worse than other people. Who, who do you think you are to judge other people? You have a log in your heart, and by other people have only speck. And then the, the person who has a log in your, uh, in your eye tr- tries to uh, condemn the person with uh, only speck. That's how I took it. You're worse than other people, uh, so don't, don't judge. Uh, but I think when I re- read this passage this time, uh, I uh, thought of something else in this passage. Uh, there's something else that you just try to uh, uh, teach. And uh, according to what Jesus said, this log is something that blinds you so that you are not able to see, clearly see the speck. See the scripture. Take the log out of your own eye and then you will see clearly the speck. We should be able to see clearly the speck then we can take the speck out of neighbor's eye. You know, and then I realized that when I see other people's faults and mistakes, I don't see speck, I see log. I consider that as log. What I'm saying is, when a person uh, makes a mistake, we blow it up so that we paint that person with that one mistake that they made. Instead of seeing that, oh, that's only spec, oh, you know, she has many other uh, great qualities, but we see some small thing and we make the whole thing out of it and say that, oh, that person is always a liar, that person is always this or that. You know, that we paint that person. So we see log rather than spec. We don't see problems of people in perspective. We tend to paint the person with that small mistake that they make. That is judgmentalism. People are both good and bad. There's nobody who's always good. There's nobody who's always bad. They both have good and bad character. We don't need to characterize a person with our sweeping judgment. We'll never learn to appreciate people. We always see them with cynicism. That's sad. You know, living with that kind of cynicism is not happy life. That's not what life is supposed to be. You're supposed to appreciate other people. You're supposed to love other people. But you make a judgment about a person. How can you love that person? The person who has a log in them, whatever goes into them becomes ugly. When you have a log inside you, then whatever goes into you, it comes out as ugly. Even the good things go out of as ugly things. And how can you love ugly things? We are supposed to love one another. And that's a good life. That's a happy life. Loving other people, appreciating other people, that's a happy and good life. But when you look at always fault in other people, how difficult that must be. Every day you have to uh, be filled with negative emotion whenever you see people. So in that way, you can never have good relationship, good friendship uh, with the people. This law is not. It's, uh, it's, uh, many things. It can be your self-righteousness. Uh, law can be your hurt. Our baggage, uh, or your pride. It can be uh, whatever. So once you have this log inside you, your eyes become blind and you see people in a very negative way, cynical way, Then you can never uh, uh, love and appreciate other people. Jesus called us to love one another. Jesus' greatest commandment was to love one another. Love God and love your neighbor as yourself. And when you are not able to love other people, then you are breaking Jesus' greatest commandment. That's what Jesus uh, wanted us uh, to live with. That, but when you see negative things about people, then you can never uh, love them and appreciate them. You always put them down and you see uh, negatively. Because inside of us, there's a lot of negative things that is going on. So it is hard to see positive things uh, in people. We need to be healed from that uh, uh, ugly things within us, that log. We need to take out that log so that we may be able to see uh, clearly. Yesterday, uh, I had a Bible study Uh and then one of the uh, members said that, you know, my father is 90 years old, and then I go to hospital, and then he's suffering from uh, Alzheimer. And then he said, you know, my father, whoever he sees, he always says negative things. Every single child, they come, and they crit- he criticizes every single one of them. And he drives him crazy whenever he visits him. And all he gets is a negative criticism. All from his mouth, all the negative things uh, come. And then, and then he said, you know, I'm scared that I'll be like that when I get old. We need to be healed from these negative things within us. We need to take out that log out of us so that we may be able to see other people and appreciate other people. You know, people are beautiful. Every single one of them is beautiful because you all have God's image. You're created in God's image. You're beautiful, but we can never see the, be- we can never see the beauty of people. We have negative attitude. You become very lonely. When you start seeing people in a negative way, you will make friends with them. One by one, they will leave you, and you're all alone. As you get older, that becomes worse. I know many older people who don't meet anybody. They're just on their own. They want nobody to visit them. They don't want to visit anyone. They're just all by themselves. That's sad life at the end. You're supposed to have many good friends and appreciate each other's beautiful quality. You know? Jesus, think about it. Jesus died for you. How precious you are. Jesus will not die for somebody whose existence is meaningless. Jesus died for you because you are very precious. And then we have to understand the preciousness of each other. Only when the log is out of view, then you can see the beautiful quality in each other. You know, when you see negative things uh, about people, don't think that you're so insightful. Don't think that uh, you're so uh, smart about seeing through people. What is more important is to see the beautiful quality of a person, so sometimes when I see uh, meet a person, I always feel that I'm very precious person. This person, I mean, they, they don't say anything uh, complimentary. They don't say anything, but when I just stand with them, I feel I'm valued. You are very. Valuable, precious person. But when I stand with somebody, somebody makes me feel you're like garbage. So whenever I feel that, I want to run away from that person as soon as possible. We need to learn to build the skill to be able to see beautiful things in other people. Don't fake it. When you see ugly things, oh, you're so beautiful. Don't fake it. It doesn't work. You have to see the beautiful things. Then you can appreciate that person. Even your children, uh, see the beautiful quality. Then you'll be able to love them. You know, loving others is not a sentimental thing. It's not something that you decide e- uh, either. Loving other things, the first thing that you got to do, the most important thing that you got to do is, You're such a precious person. You appreciate a person. Then you can love that person ultimately. So be careful with your mouth, be careful with your words. Don't think that you are entitled to make criticism. I mean, who are you to say? Who are you to say? Who gave you that entitlement? Nobody gave you that entitlement. That entitlement is from you. Your ego. Your arrogance. Always appreciate other people. Respect other people. Christian ministry is not putting them down and changing them. Christian ministry is serving them. Stand below them and appreciate them and serve them. Jesus used that method as his ministry. That's why he died on the cross. That's why he knelt down and washed the feet of disciples. That's something that Jesus showed to us. Our ministry is to kneel down and serve one another. That's what Christian ministry is all about. The thing is, God chose ministry to change people. God did not choose politics. God did not uh, choose a uh, uh, co- corporation. God chose ministry to bring about change. And the core of that ministry is kneel down and serve. To do that, you have to learn to appreciate each other. Take out that arrogance out of your heart, out of your brain. Don't easily criticize people. Learn to appreciate one another. Your life will become much better. Let forgiveness be the living principle of your life. Whatever happens, let forgiveness be the living principle of your life. Your life will get much, much better and you'll become much, much happier person. And you'll be able to help other other people in a much better way. Let us sing together.
1: That sees Your face, O God of Jacob. O God, let us be a generation that sees that sees Your face, O God of Jacob. Let
0: us have a moment of a reflection. Hating somebody. Seeing people in a negative way takes so much energy. It just saps energy out of us. Living like that is a misery. Being able to love somebody, being able to appreciate the people around us is a beautiful thing. It's a beautiful life. Let us pray Lord, we have experienced many failures and brokenness and sometimes we have become hardened and within us there is log and because of this log we are not very happy with people, with ourselves with the family, with close friends Lord, take that log out of me so that I can freely love others, embrace others, appreciate others. Let us pray so that God may help us do that. As he was.
1: Let us not lift our souls to another. Give us queenness. Give us pure hearts. Let us not lift our souls to another. Oh God, let us be a generation that sees, that sees Your.
0: our rise.